Ladies and gentlemen, Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars return to the starting lineup. Here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. On. Welcome. Hello, welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Yes, good morning, everyone. Well, the intro says Iron Woman Candace Vaughan. I tell you what, you're useless in the cold. You're shivering away. <laughs> yeah. It is. I was at netball this morning, and yeah. I wasn't dressed appropriately, and the wind went through me, oh, and, and now... Well, my wife's the same. Well, I'm cold. I'm cold. Listen, well, it you is been... You look like a grub. That's all I right. I mean, I know you were training this morning, but you're rolling around in the sand with the horses. I get hands-on, Dan. <laughs> oh, no. I'm the people's <laughs> trainer, and I get hands-on. All right, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> just a bit early for that. Hang on, did hey, you just was, call yourself the people strider? That, that, that is my, my oh, uh, oh, self-ordained self name. <laughs> no, I was labelled that. Hang on, who? No, no, who, who labelled Glenn that? Munsey. Oh, now you're just throwing names out there. Yeah, you yourself I know, Munsey, you would have been taking the piss out of you. And now you, <laughs> you have been... That is a disgrace. The people. I can't up. help it if they, if that's what people want to call me. You do have a spring in your step today. You've walked in here. You're, you're smiling. You're really happy today. Do you know what my day has consisted of and will consist of today? I got. A, I woke up at two forty-five. I started work at. I got in the car at three. I'm training the horses till eight because you're this the morning. trainer. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then I had the vet come. Then owners came to the stable. Then I had to. Check the horses that are going oh. to the races. We've got horses going to Newcastle. Is there not a short Flemington, Eagle Farm, oh, and a, Rose a, Hill today. A... They're starting the races at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, yes. oh, that's lovely. I mean, the man has that's to it. work for a living. I mean, wow. I will be at dinner at 10 o'clock tonight oh, as well. well and it'll geez. all happen again tomorrow. That's everyone. <laughs> You put just your, turn that off. Put Mark, your horseshoes right? out for Richard. Lock the panel, man. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to defend you on something. Candace gave it to you a couple of weeks ago because you didn't notice her hair. It's one shade darker. Uh, no, it is. I am brunette oh, now. I am not a blonde. Oh, really? Brunette. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's it is. dirty blonde. Oh, no, it, this is not dirty blonde. No, this I'm, is brown. I'm defending the people's trainer yeah. on this. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Take his side. Hey, big show today. Brad Fittler is going to join us just after 11. Uh, Harry Garside talking about the big Cambosis Devin Haney fight. Rusty, of course, is going to join us. We're trying to get Kurt Falls. Can the Penrith media bloke answer someone's call from Triple M, for God's Hello. sake? Won't call they won't us. now. Well, <laughs> sometimes you've got to say things on air. He hasn't apparently answered anyone from Triple M for three weeks. Anyway. Had a brother uh, like and, that. <laughs> and we all put our careers on the line and talk about... Leah Thomas, the former male, now female swimmer. That's coming up shortly. Wow. And we're all going to hold our breaths. You, Triple M. You get the feeling Dan's on his own here. The Dead Set <laughs> Legends. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner.
Ah, uh, welcome back, Triple M Dead Set Legends. The people's trainer just telling us he's going to China Doll tonight because that's what <laughs> that's what the rank and file people. Do. And he was there oh, on I Monday, hate telling you people anything. Twice but, in one week, he must be doing well. But you can't call yourself the people's trainer and not expect some pushback. <laughs> what about Candace? Just ran us through all the most expensive steak restaurants in Sydney. That's and okay. No. She doesn't call herself the people's princess that's or the it. people's. Uh, well, you can. You can be the people's princess oh, if you like. No, well, no, no, no. That's not me. No, no, that's not me. That was his suggestion. Yeah. Uh, one triple three five three. I'm sure Canterbury fans want to ring up and blow up because uh, they were a bit off the pace last night once again. But let's go positive. Penrith, six players missing. Kurt Falls, what a great story. Mm. 26, nearly 27. He's a carpenter, Candice. Yep. Journeyman. And, and I think he he went to school with uh, Cleary. Mm. So, I mean, it would have been hard for him to sit back and... and and watch um, Nathan just go to the heights that he has been. But, you know, he's been doing some really good stuff in the New South Wales Cup, probably one of the most consistent. And then last night, his kicking game was superb. He set up a try. He scored a try. Um, You know... Even kick out like he he did really well last night. wasn't didn't have a huge involvement, but when he did, he was just brilliant. But what about the depth of the Panthers? That's what I'm saying. Is there no end to the depth yeah. of the yeah. Panthers? They just recruit more and more. These yeah. mostly locals, aren't they? Local juniors, that sort of thing. Mm. I don't know if this guy is, but yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. And he, I mean, he's off contract at the end of next year. So games like this could really. You know, we shine a light on him. Imagine the pressure on him in that he's got his family and friends. He's waited seven, eight, nine years yeah. to get a crack at while well, all the people he played junior footy yep. with have made it and won comms. And he's got to be thinking, this could be it. This could be my one chance. And yet he flourished. He was terrific. Yeah. And, but Penrith, um, that was a very impressive win. 30 points to uh, 18. Kick out was awesome. He was awesome. Do you know what I loved? I loved seeing um, Jerome Luau wearing the shirt. You know, like I just thought that was really, really kind. He must be a really good guy because everyone got behind him. There was the big posters of his face and everything. But I think this is where Penrith has lacked in the last few years is during that origin time is filling the voids and and not being able to win while their star plays were out. And, you know, we just saw last night just what they're capable of. And is there no end to the... Lack of application from the Titans. It's just, they're just terrible. The Gold Coast. That was the night, but that was Thursday, that Thursday night. We're not talking about I know, that. I, well, we I thought we were Canterbury. just moving on. Well, we're just no, getting we, to Canterbury. Yeah, what, what, Canterbury. I mean, that's another story. My well, goodness. What's the talk what, about Canterbury? Where would that, well, the Sydney Canterbury audience. Oh, okay. Richard, yeah. Sorry, okay. I, I know we've got a plethora of Titans fans waiting yeah. to <laughs> hear about our Gold Coast dissection from 36 hours ago. All right, all right. You looked at you the app. You made your point. You didn't watch the games. You yeah. looked at the app and you got caught out. That's okay. Mm, yeah. It's, I just wanted to move on to another match. Yeah. Is that all just right? let, let us finish on the dogs, Candice, because yeah. if they didn't have Bert, they don't have much now, unfortunately, mm. for them, but... Addo Carr and Burton were the only things yeah. that gave him any sort of spark. They were smashed in the middle. And yeah, and, boy, the, and the, that's the, it. The that's light where, is a long way. Like, they're, they're a long way from seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And, and like you said, up the middle is where Kikau and everyone did their damage last night. But what's disappointing for Doggies fans is that they had the most possession in that first half. They had 90% completion rate, and yet going into half time, they were still three tries behind. I mean, their defence is... They've got a lot of work to do. They're just not NRL first graders at the moment, the way they're defending. Well, half the Penrith side 
are not first graders. They're New South Wales Cup players yes. that, you know, just popped in for an appearance and they smashed the dog. So if you want to give us a call, one triple three five three. As I said, Freddie's going to join us, the Blues coach, after 11. Uh, and we've got a lot to get through, including... Um, Rafael Nadal and what he did last night at the French Open we'll talk it was dramatic stuff Triple M this is the Dead Set Legends if it happens on the field in the change rooms or the car park hear about it here Triple M's Dead Set Legends Dan Ganane Richard Friedman Candice Warner Triple M Dead Set Legends Harry Garside's going to join us uh, shortly the things we talk about off air, Rich. I mean there's so TV (laughs) behind us right it's got uh, Channel 10 so they're running that Studio Advertorial. 10 show. It's advertorials, right? So there's an air fryer on. Mm. And I just said the most innocent comment, Rich. I said, isn't the air fryer the big product these days? And then... Candace just launched. <laughs> well, I, I don't like them. I'm not yeah. a fan of the air fryer. How would anyone know they because don't like Because I know one. this because one of our friends who, well, I don't really like this person, was always well, banging how's it a, on... How's, how's he or no, she a friend? No, one of Dave's friends was always banging no, on about this Dave's air fryer, friends. so I was like, no, there's no way this, that is coming into our home. Well, because he said that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. um, eventually, David wanted one so bad during the World Cup last year. Um, and why did he want one? Just because apparently they're really good. They are um, good. It's well, like healthy, well, as healthy I, I as you have, can get it's fried. It's not healthy. It's, well, it's, it's better fried. Than, it's all fried I get it, rubbish. but it's not quite as oily as regular fried. Yeah. So, anyway, so, anyway, so, move on. So David was so scared to, to get one and bring it into the house, he got Aaron Finch to buy one for us and and gift it to us and send it to me while he was away last year. Oh, my God. Year. <laughs> How much are you bullying that poor man that he feels he has <laughs> to this, get this is not Aaron Finch heard. to go and buy the air fryer? <laughs> Just to get it in the door of the house. Well, it worked. Okay, Has so we Dave now got his own it. money. Yes, he does. But the I'm iron the boss. Woman. I perfectly am the boss. named. She's the iron woman. Okay, here's a question. Yeah, we're going to have to do the Leah Thomas topic after. Okay. We can't. We can't mix these okay. two things up. Yeah, air fryer and Leah Thomas. Who runs don't go the together? money? You or Me. Dave? Right. Me. True or false? Do you give Dave an allowance? Yes. Oh my god. Listen. Oh my no, no, Dave, no, 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 no. Dave, if you're listening, Dave. Nah, Let's have uh, a no, beer. Can I tell you? No, we no, need no, to talk. no. Listen. The man listen. brings in a million and a half listen. every time he goes he needs to it. India. He needs what do you it? mean he needs it? Because he likes to have a punt here and there. What's wrong and with so, that? Well, sometimes a little bit more of a punt than he should. So what, if he has like an ten dollars instead of five. Oh, he's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right, Rich. So if he has an allowance, he knows how much he can punt with. It's made it's 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 pretty much a punting account. <laughs> This is frightening. It's a it's a punting account. This is terrifying. What happens, say, your birthday? What what's the allowance situation? Oh, he... <laughs> yes. No. Oh, oh, listen, yes. listen, listen. When yes. We won't ask dollars. Yeah. No, God, it's okay. No, I would love to know the dollar situation. No, Richard. listen. I, I could see Dave being on like three hundred bucks a week. Like no, something really. No, oh, I can see Dave no, cruising listen. garbage cans because he's hungry. <laughs> listen, whenever he goes to his card, let's just say there's always money there. But this allowance is a punting <laughs> allowance. Right. Okay. Right. Which I, I feel is Which doesn't is extend to an air fryer. No, it doesn't. Right. Right. Okay. Well, we've just, uh, and another, as they say, well, who was it? As Elaine said, another piece of the jigsaw is in place. Triple M, we will talk sport, I promise, after this. Wow. Triple M, Dead Said Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M, Dead Said Legends. Yeah, we don't promote that enough. We've got it, the, the podcast going well, actually. Mm. I blame you, Rich. Um, right. <laughs> Everyone not, does. Not the host. Not the host who <laughs> no. should be doing that more often. By the way, Candace just told us the allowance. 
Dave has nothing to complain about. Now, 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 what what percentage do you reckon of the monthly income do you think an allowance might be? Yeah, but doesn't no. But when no, no. What what percentage do you think it might be? Five percent. Well, after 10%. you do all your mortgages and stuff like that, it's it's enough that's left over. Yeah, and you can still he's got nothing to complain about, oh. Richard. He's, now, oh. yes, he's bringing them. He's bringing in Candace, some. I've never looked at you in this way before. <laughs> you know? I don't now think Dave has enough listen, resources. Now you're getting creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've been running this. What a sieve you are! We've been running this primo footy food truck competition for a couple of weeks. Now um, it's time to give it away. So now this is the comp where. Um, I love this. We get the primo food truck out to your sporting club. They'll do all the food, they'll do all the work, and but the club gets to take in all you the money. Get to keep the money. All the profits. And and Dad gets to go down there where he's not allowed to have all, you know, the, the dogs and all that sort of thing. Goes down there, he fills yes, up. Yes. It's fantastic. There's the cash business, isn't it? So, you know, they hand... It's a food yeah, truck. I, 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 let's not get into that, you know. No. Haven't we had you know enough good about issues on this? I understand. <laughs> but they do now have the FPOS thing, the beep beep. And, mm. um, Candace, yeah. it's yes. now time to announce a winner. Yes. So, Eliza Thrussell. Yes. Uh, which is the club secretary at Newbury Bulls Soccer Club in Kellyville Ridge. Yes. Newbury Bulls. Yes. Well done, uh, Eliza. And Kellyville Ridge... Uh, so if you're in the area, uh, the 18th of June, so when's that? That's two Saturdays. Yep. Make sure you pop down, grab a oh, tasty bacon and egg roll, and help out a local sports club. So they've got, they don't just do that, the primo people, they've got, well, they've got their hand, the bacon, the hot dog balls. We still oh. don't know what a hot dog ball is, but it sounds they sound great. sound good. Uh, well, you just got to be careful yeah, how you say that, right? Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. You got to put the po- you can't have a pause in there. Between no, the otherwise, no, no. and the dog, it's, it's hot dog balls. Not <laughs> yeah, don't don't, don't <laughs> say it, Richard. People... Except hot. No, see, okay. Candice, you're just as bad as him. I am. Uh, the primo stackers reigns there. Mm, <laughs> primo. A sports update after this. Triple M dead set legend. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends, Freddie Fittler joining us just after 11 o'clock. Uh, Rich, you're going to enjoy the play of the week, and Greg Rust is going to talk a bit of motorsport. Not going great for Daniel Ricciardo, and Harry Garside talking boxing. That's all coming up, but let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Raphael Nadal is into yet another. French Open final. It's the, incredible. The circumstances, mm. though, were, i got to say, brutal. Mm. Um, he and Zverev, Alexander Zverev, ding-dong battle, right? They were first set tie-break, Nadal wins. The first set goes an hour and a half. Wow. Second set, same story. They go into the tie-break, right? And Zverev, if he wins this tie-break, this thing's going seven hours. Mm. Like it's, yeah. it, it is never-ending. Zverev rolls his ankle. Cries like a baby. It was like he was shot. No, no, I'm so. No, like, it was hard to watch. No, like it. it you, you should have. The, it was one of those replays where they could only show it once or twice. It was mm-hmm. that brutal. Yeah, they're like he squealed. He squealed like a pig. Like it was. You knew immediately he's gone. He goes off. Tell, give me yeah. the noise. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay. And then cried. And yeah. then, because he was, he was playing bloody yeah, great. Yeah, he was. And he's played really well the whole tournament. Mm. And yeah, it was, it was hard to watch. And it was even really difficult for Rafa afterwards, you know, yeah. to win under those circumstances. I think Rafa would have been happy after his uh, quarterfinal yeah. against uh, Novak that went over four hours. But. 
But Rafa, who just turned 36, I mean, what a fighter. You just don't beat him in that situation, though. It doesn't matter how many sets you take off. and he Eventually, he gets the third one. You're probably right, mm. but Zverev... So, Nadal wins the first at 7-6 and then breaks straight away in the second. You think, oh, well, he's broken the kid's yeah. heart. He's going to run away with this. But this kid just kept coming back. Oh, he's mm. a great player. So, uh, he, he's going to play Kasper Rude in the yes. final, yep. who, uh, Norwegian... He's going to get a rude shot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. But I really hope that there's been a lot of talk that Sorry. this could be um, Rafa's swan song. That yeah. He could retire after this. We know Why that, would he? Well, we, we saw... Well, he's he's had his injury over his ankle, but then there's two scenarios. He's won the Australian Open, and if he could possibly win the he's French Open, the Grand Slam, a, a, a calendar Grand Slam, does he do that, or does he do a Pete Sampras, who um, after he won the US Open in 2002, we never saw him play again? I mean, it's a possibility, and there's a lot of word that that could be happening. So I hope not. I don't, everything he says, he doesn't care about the battle with Djokovic mm. and Federer. Well, he's got Federer covered now, so Federer's on 20. Djokovic is 20 Djokovic well. is 20. Yep. And Nadal, if he wins tomorrow, 20. gets to 22. Yes. But he has always said, it doesn't matter. Numbers don't matter. No. The three of us are equally great. Uh, so it'll be interesting what he does. But I do love the way he downplays everything. He puts no pressure on himself. He puts all the pressure on the, the opposition. Um, <laughs> and I, I absolutely love him. I think he's a fantastic sportsman and... Uh, the There's way no he doubt. we are privileged in our generation mm. to have seen three players of this this magnitude and this stature battling it out for how many years now a dozen 15. years oh, yeah. if, well if you think if he wins uh, the the final that it will be fourteen French Opens like that wow. is unheard of. Do you think tennis? People are thinking, my God, where are we going to be in five years? Like, yes, there's a nice wave coming through, but mm. there's nothing like this. No. AFL, Geelong beat the Bulldogs 83-70. to 70. Struggling a bit, the Doggies, though. The grand finals last year. That loss is probably going to bump them out of the eight. Swans, tough assignment. Rich, MCG mm. tonight against the reigning champs, who got beat last week. So you'd struggle to think they're going to lose two in a row, the Demons. Yeah, Swannies have been a little bit patchy lately, mm. but when they're good, they're very good. You know, this is the sort of match they win. The, the, the matches that people say, ah, oh, no, they'll get beaten this time. This is the sort of thing that, that they get going for. I'm, I'm a little confident tonight. Hey, crazy tests going on at Lords, England and New Zealand. There were 17 wickets on day one, stacked yep. more early on day two, and then the Black Caps, they sort of steadied. Four for 236, they're up by 229. Yeah, so, I mean, that... that wicket looks pretty brutal um, set, like you said 17 wickets on the first day but we saw last night New Zealand sort of ste- steady the ship a little bit Daryl Mitchell um, on 97 not out and Tom Blundell on 90 not out so it looks like they'll go to centuries but uh, you know it, it has been really tough and, and unfortunate for, for New Zealand Kane Williamson is, is yeah. just not in form at the moment no but they're, they're going to win that test it looks like I know it's it's been happening now for years this mm. has been coming but New Zealand were just you know, test easy beats. You know, okay, they're hard to beat in a one-day match. That's mm. that was always their place in the world. They're in the the second level of test <laughs> nations. Yeah, right? God, you've uh, got you are patronising. Yeah. and 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 now they've they've put themselves right up the forefront of the better test nations. They're, yeah. they're hard to beat at and every it, and form of the game. Ben now. Stokes' first game as as captain, and we also uh, Brendan McCullen's first as a coach. So, you know, it's not it's not off to a great start. Uh, and we finally have the list of golfers breaking away to Greg Norman's Saudi Golf League. Let me give you the summary. Dustin Johnson, uh, a bunch of old players who used to be really good, and a bunch of no-names. But they do have Dustin Johnson. And you know what they do have? Billions. Yeah. Billions to spend well, on these players. Eventually, money talks. Well, uh, uh, 
according to reports, Johnson was paid $175 million to join the series. Sign on. Yep. yep. seven, And I think the prize money is $35 million for this yeah. first he's one. He's not so. playing for prize money. He's just got to turn up at the first tee. Yeah. That's Imagine. all he's I think it's a 10-year ten ten year deal, though, which is a long time. Imagine if... Dave signed a deal like that. You let him have four hundred bucks a week. <laughs> Triple M. This <laughs> is the Dead Set Legends. Uh, Harry Garsod is going to join us on the other side of this. Triple M. It is the Legends on a Saturday morning. Call us anytime. One triple three five three. When talking sport, twenty four seven is barely enough. Will you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends uh, tomorrow. One of the well, they're calling it Candace and Rich, the biggest fight in Australian history. Cambosis, our man, mm. um, versus Devin Haney, yeah. the mouthy American, who is the favourite. I've got to say, for all the lightweight title belts, they're all on the line, um, and they're going to get forty or fifty thousand down yeah, there. It's a I'm huge so excited fight. for this. I don't know if you saw during the week, Cambosis uh, had a bit of a down in Melbourne in Federation Square just a bit of an exhibition and it was packed mm. I mean everyone's buzzing I don't watch a lot of boxing but this is one that I can't wait to to watch tomorrow that's it and a man who's calling the fight um, God he's doing everything this play Olympian gone pro Greyhound spokesman Richard yes important They're very important yes and now commentator for Foxtel Fox Sports KO Harry Garside good morning Hey, morning, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Hey, now I got to now listen. I said something about you on Fox the other night. I got to say it to your face when you were doing your thing for the Greyhounds. I said, "Now there's a man who looks like he belongs at the Greyhound track." <laughs> oh, oh, now, see, you he see, meant this, that in the I don't way. like your reaction, Richard, because see, I, <laughs> Harry I, knows what do you mean, mate. There's nothing. <laughs> hey, I've been to Wenty Park in Tracky Dax. Yeah, <laughs> I went to the last park at the park at uh, Olympic Park. Harry, did you go? No, I didn't, mate. I was at the, I was at the one in our Wentworth, and I had a great time there, mate. It's the first time with the dogs, actually. I had a great time. Ah, oh, fantastic! It's a good fantastic. night. The dogs. Well, it gets a bit chilly in winter. Poor yeah, when well, that wind comes through at Wentworth you know, Park. You just got to wear your extra th- thick tracky decks. Okay. Hey, this yeah. bloke Haney, uh, he's very confident. I I know everyone talks a good game. This guy sounds like he's convinced that he's going to win against uh, our bloke. Yeah, they both seem very confident in themselves, and I always love the hype up uh, before the fight. And um, I, I can see Cambosis same same as usual. He's confident. He's he's training good. He's got that tenacity in his eyes. And I, I see Haney with 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 Cambosis's last fight against uh, against Lopez. You could almost see that Cambosis got into Lopez's head. So and it it doesn't feel like it's happened this time to Haney. That's just the feeling I get. But, mate, I honestly cannot wait for tomorrow. It's going to be such a great fight. Well, when George defeated Lopez, it, it, it sort of was the big upset win and Lopez sort of didn't see what was coming. But Haney knows what's coming. Mm. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. They, they've obviously done a lot of research on each other. And I just, I, I personally, I, I've picked Cambosis for this because you can never write him off. And I think... Traveling from from America for Haney, he's only been here for I think about three or four weeks. Um, you mean so he's still getting used to the time and stuff like that. He hasn't got his dad and his manager here, which is massive. This is the first time fighting out of uh, out of North America. He's fought in Mexico a few times, so it's going to be everything stacked against Haney, uh, and everything's in Cambosis' side. I think, even though the bookies have uh, have Haney as favourite. 
Now, Cambosis is the underdog. We know that the bookies are saying that Haney is is the favourite, and I get it. He's 27 from 27 with 15 KOs. Um, do you think Cambosis will like the underdog tag? Yeah, I think so. I think these to think about the Australian mindset. We love the underdog story. We love cheering on someone who's the underdog, and I think um, I think he's got that in his blood. He loves it. He's a warrior. He's a Spartan, the Greek, the Greek <laughs> Spartan. Um, so I think he loves that attitude. And he always goes into every fight. I, I love his mindset. I love his, the way he sort of attacks and approaches uh, his fights and his mindset. So I think when he gets in there tomorrow, he's going to have the underdog status. But that's no, that's no. Uh, there's, he's, he's been there every time in his last sort of three or four fights, so and he's, he's proved everyone wrong every single time. Harry, what's the road ahead look like for George if he wins and if he doesn't? Well, I'm personally hoping that Lomachenko fights him because then I'll hopefully get some sparring with mm-hmm. uh, with Cambos as me being a southpaw. But I think um, I think after this. I think the smart move after this would be have a fight against maybe someone who he's, he's should should win and then maybe step up again and fight someone like a Lomachenko or a Tank Davis or something like that. But I think after this, providing he wins, fight someone in Australia, big time fight, um, and and you mean someone who is expected to win and then have a good fight in, in maybe two fights time. All right, what about you, Harry? What's next for you? I'm just uh, just training hard at the moment, mate. I think my next one's at the end of August, so I've got a few few months out of the ring, mate. But I'm just uh, just getting the body right and always staying fit and staying healthy. And whenever the promoters and whenever the team say, Harry, you're on, I'll be ready. All right, beautiful. That sounds like you're saying, come on, gal, get yeah. back in the ring. We need another car. What a good bloke, Harry Garside. Good luck tomorrow with the uh, commentary, brother. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Hopefully I don't screw it up. Nah, you'll be <laughs> fine. Just be like Never. that. You'll be fine. Uh, and you can get the fight on. Even if you don't have KO, just download the app for free, and then you can order the uh, the fight on pay-per-view. Uh, Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legend. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. R.E.M. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Big second hour coming up here. And uh, Friday, uh, Friday night. Wednesday night, Origin, we're on from 7, and for everyone going to the game, we're doing the big post game that we always do for Origin, we'll take in the press conferences, so all of you stuck in P1, we'll keep you entertained for the hour or so after the game. P1, there's another grievance. <laughs> I know, we've done that. Yeah, but you can't do the same grievance 16 times, and I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, hey... We've got to mention Rabs uh, officially pulled the pin, and uh, we want to get Rabs in in the next few weeks. So um, any time he wants to join us here, he, there is a seat here waiting for him, and we'll give him his proper due. But uh, An extra seat, Candice. An extra yeah. seat. Well, I'm, yeah. listen, he's that much of a legend. I'm happy to just stand aside. No, no. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't, okay. Don't, don't say, say things that. you can't take back. <laughs> exactly. No, we get a fourth seat. But, um, <laughs> but he's, he's been doing a million interviews, so we'll, we'll give him a couple of weeks, and whenever he wants to come a in. Great but, uh, man. I, I spoke to him on Wednesday, Richard. He's a bit emotional because it's sort of bittersweet. He made the decision, but at the same time, there was the realisation it's all over. The thing he's done for 50-plus years, and he's, he gave a great interview to MG and the breakfast mm. team, and he's been very honest, and he was worried. and Yeah. And he was going to sad. Yeah. He's guess, been I, one of the great broadcasters of my lifetime. Yeah. Rabs. He's, he's unique. He's... He's he's iconic. He should never... He should look back on his career and think... How how lucky and blessed was he to yeah. have mm. that ability and that mm. talent? Dan, I mean, you are you call games. How much of an growing up or like 
how much of an impact did he have well, on on your career? Well, because not so much watching him, but working with him, and we'd had many great conversations over the years about technique and things mm. that uh, really um, some of his tips. <laughs> They are just, only Rabs would have them. Mm. What songs to play if you're on your own and you want to go to the loo? Mm. Uh, that was one of his great I don't think ones. that's what Candace was asking. No, but, yeah, just no, more but, how much of an influence did he have on huge, your calling? The but, biggest one, Candace, yeah. but um, uh, but there's only one him. There's there's no point trying to in- impersonate him yeah. or imitate him because it's impossible. He's yeah. the best one that's ever done it, mm. and uh, no matter what happens, he but, will remain that Candace, way. Candace, some of his tips are gold. Are they? They are gold. Yep. Speaking of tips that haven't been gold, Richard, <laughs> Richard, uh, gee, now I, you were an I walked fact. into that one, well, didn't I? Honourable defeat last week. You said, my, this thing's a really good horse, but it's got a bad barrier, and it proved to be. It was a great run, but mm. my account was empty at the end of the race, Richard, so can know, you know, t- please do better? We're going to go with the Oaks at Eagle Farm in Brisbane because the, 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 high, the, the focus of racing at the moment is in Brisbane at the moment. And Eagle Farm, funnily enough, with all the rain they've had up there, it, it's going to be a, probably a good four by the time they run the Oaks. Now, I know my tip won dominantly on a heavy track last start, mm. but I think she'll go just as well on top of the ground. She's easing out in the market. She has been the favourite, but she's getting out in the market. Number 12, Aravine. Um, what race? Race nine. The Queensland Oaks okay. at Eagle odds? Farm and number 12, Aravine. Race 9, number 12. What are the we look this well, up? currently out to about 5.50 and oh, may get further out. I like, yeah, yeah. All right, there we go. I've seen $6 here on the sports bet app, so there you go. Thank you, Richard. Uh, Brad Fittler going to join us on the other side of this. Triple M, it is the Dead Set Legend. Ladies and gentlemen, the best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane and racing royalty, Richard Friedman. Join Iron Woman, Candice Warner. Welcome back. Well, didn't we learn a lot in the first hour? Candace hates air fryers. She's got Dave on a on a very stringent budget. Very short and leash. Don't you talk. Richard rolling around with horses uh, this morning. I don't know what you do when you train them, but you come here looking filthy. I told you. I'm hands-on, Dan. <laughs> I like to get in there and get, get dirty. The people's trainer. Mm. Brad Fittler set to join us shortly. Plus, um, we'll cover a lot of very interesting topics. The... Uh, trans swimmer get Candace's thoughts on that as a female athlete Greg Rust is going to join us as well and your man one Rich your man Jai Hindley what I tell you Triple M Dead Set Legends Dan Ganane Richard Friedman and Candace Warner the Triple M Dead Set Legends Triple M Dead Set Legends Candace Warner Rich Friedman Dan Ganane who is excited for Origin I am pumped who isn't who couldn't be? Mm. Wednesday night, a core stadium. Tickets going for 50 bucks. Yeah, that's reasonable. Now, now, that's now, good. Listen, this stadium can be a tough sell when it's a club game. When it's Origin, it's hardly anything better. When the yep. place is pumping and it's all New South Wales, for, it is a, I know it's chilly and, and it's the middle of winter. And you've got blues all down one end. Yeah. It's and just it's sensational. And the is always the highest tension, I reckon. Exactly. You're just You don't know how the new guys are going to go. You don't know how... How good Queensland are going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the first match. It's a, it's a no miss. Must not miss. They must not miss. <laughs> and as someone who certainly will not miss it, Brad Fittler. Hello, Freddie. I won't be missing it. <laughs> no. Are you doing that two-kilometre walk again from the uh, X Centre of Excellence under the tunnel? Yes, absolutely. We I love it. We over to the Centre of Excellence, which is pretty cool. Yes. I think uh, the players... 
really enjoyed the first couple of years doing that. And, yeah, first year was a little bit tricky. <laughs> you know, it sort of gets your emotions running pretty high. So uh, last time we did it, I was only half the, um, the crowd. So this will be quite yes. an experience. Uh, Freddie, living in like the Coogee-Maroubra area, I've seen this boombox. I've heard this boombox uh, quite a bit this week. Is it something yeah. that you embrace or is it sometimes you think, okay, boys, like it's it's time to switch it off and switch on to what we're doing? No, I leave it up to them. It is interesting watching going through Coogee because you've got a, the good demographic of you know, teenagers to 90-year-olds. Yeah. And the 90-year-olds are looking going, what on earth is that <laughs> And, yeah, it's, you know, you got to apologise along the way. You know, sorry for that. Sorry for that disturbance. <laughs> uh, keeps, it, keeps it fun. Yeah. Great fun. Now, as, a, as a superstar origin player and now origin coach of, you know, some stature here, what have – what have you learned along the way as coach? What what lessons have or what things have you deduced are more important than others when it comes to origin? Uh, the first one is that you know you got to relax. It's, you're only in camp for ten days, so you can't play your game too early. That's something very important. And the other thing is just get as really rid of as many distractions as possible. Whether it's uh, you know you your normal life as it is, uh, media, and all those sort of things. If you can just move them to the side and just deal with uh, what's real, the game ahead, um, and training and the team. So, yeah, there's definite um, there's tricks in that and there's things learned along the way, but I find that's the most important. You talk about training. Has it been a week of high-intensity training or is it more about bonding and, and galvanising the side? No, they always train hard. Always. Yeah. Uh, in the gym, um, we even train in the mornings where we're walking, and you know, that's all about concentration. So every time we train, we train hard, and there's focus, and that is something that the players set a high standard really early and something we demanded, and they're happy to do, and they know it works. There was something that was a touch unfortunate. Josh Adokar left out. He had to find out through social media. It just worked out that way before his game on Sunday. How does it work, Freddie, when – You've got that situation, but the player has a club game. I imagine the club has a fair bit. Well, maybe they don't. I don't know. But the club probably doesn't want the player finding out because it might put them off their game. How, how do you deal with that sort of situation? I think you deal each um, as a separate situation. So you just got to try to do your best. You don't always get it right. Yeah. Uh, but we try to get it as right as possible. So that's it. You've brushed away the Bulldogs talk and I'm not going to ask you about that but I want to ask you this you talked about distractions you've been in the papers 30 plus years since you were a teenager have you found this at all distracting? No, not at all I don't read it <laughs> Perfect and That helps Well, that's the end of that <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't read the newspapers at this time of year so uh, the only distraction at the moment is, is what's going on with us at the moment which I'm enjoying thoroughly of course Yeah, of course um, but apart from that yeah, it's just it's, it doesn't enter Beautiful. All right. Well, you're going for what is it? Four series in five years? Have I got this right? Or three in the last? It's been a New South Wales period, and you've been at the forefront of that. Even our panel up Lachlan's just punching the fist. So you got the New South Wales fans all fired up, Freddie. Good luck on Wednesday night, mate. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, for, and don't forget those tickets about fifty bucks uh, uh, through the usual outlets. He's so calm. 
Mm. Uh, his calmness, I think, is is you know, Freddie's always been known as being yeah. laconic, laid back. You know, even when he was captaining sides and things yeah. like that. I think it's a huge bonus as the coach. Yeah, and I feel I'm with him with I don't care. I mean, yeah. are you going to tell the bloke an hour before he runs out at Belmore? Sorry, yeah. mate, you're not in the Origin. That's like right. it is, that is a very tricky situation. Yeah. Mm. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park. Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Don't forget Saturday Scrum shortly. Uh, you've probably read about this. I'm sure you have. That is Leah Thomas, the trans athlete who uh, has all of a sudden become a very fast female swimmer to the point now where she could challenge, could uh, Ariane Titmus at the Olympics. So she dominated an event in college in America, which is the feeder system to the American national team. So she's not that far away. Obviously, formerly a male, um, has had the hormone replacement therapy. We'll talk about it after this, but uh, this is Leah speaking, I believe, publicly for the first time since she became news. There are some who look at the data and suggest you're enjoying a competitive advantage. First of all, there's a lot of factors that go into a race. And the biggest change for me is that I'm happy. And it's also been three years since I last fully competed. And three years of training can also lead to some improvement. Trans women competing in women's sports does not threaten women's sports as a whole. Why? Because trans women are a very small minority of all athletes, and we haven't seen any massive uh, wave of trans women dominating. Leah says her body and her athletic advantages have been negatively impacted by hormone replacement therapy. One of the biggest was loss of muscle mass. Um, I had a lot of fat redistribution. I shrunk, actually probably about an inch in height. My feet got smaller, and so it really does change your entire body. Are there Olympics in your future? I intend to keep swimming. It's been a goal of mine to to swim at Olympic trials for for a very long time. I would love to see that through. All right, Candice, you're the Mm. uh, athlete. What do you think? It is difficult to listen to that, Um, but for me, looking at all aspects... Why is it difficult? Because being a female athlete, um, I can see where the frustration can be for some of the other female athletes. However, I think it's down to the NCAA to make stricter stricter rules, but also for FINA, which is the, the Federation of Swimming, to ensure that there's fairness across the board. Now, I, I, I don't know, but I wouldn't assume that someone would change their gender just to win an Olympic gold that. medal. No, I don't. But the think only so, question yeah. is this: Are yeah. they gaining an unfair advantage? Well, well, I'd listened to that whole interview previously, and mm. I didn't have any problem with anything that Leah said, except the fact that you've got to draw a line mm. and a very clear line, and I don't think it can be done. No. I yeah. don't think you can draw a very clear line. The only clear line you can draw is. Are you genetically male yeah. or are you genetically female? Well, going through puberty as a biological male, you're going to have stronger bone density. Your wingspan is going to be a lot longer. Your muscle mass is going to be more. But this is where it shouldn't come down to, to her or it shouldn't come down to the other athletes saying what we want. It should come down to the NCAA making you know a stricter yeah. policy and also to FINA. Well, when Caitlin Jenner 
who's been through the same thing, says, no, I I have advantages as, like, I hit a golf ball yeah. just as far as I used to. Yeah. You can't allow trans to compete against women. Mm. Yeah. Well, that speaks volumes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But do you also think maybe Caitlyn Jenner is trying to st- stay relevant to appear on different reality shows or whatever it may, or gain votes? Oh, I don't think she's running cynical. governor. She's yeah, trying to run for governor in California, so she's going to want to... She's changed her sex. I mean, she, that's a pretty big thing. I don't know that she just yeah, did that to get I know, elected, but you know? you don't know. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Uh, we've covered the league, obviously. Penrith, big win over Canterbury, 30-8 to in to go to 12-1. and uh, AFL Geelong over the Bulldogs. But the biggest sporting event this week is one which has hardly garnered a mention. Mm. Socceroos playing UAE to keep their World Cup qualification hopes going. Now, it's a one-off match. Big. It's Wednesday, 4 a.m. they got to win that. And then it's Peru in a fortnight. They've got to win that one-off match. So it's tough going. But it's remarkable just how off the radar the Socceroos are. Yeah. Uh, look... I don't know why. If you're getting to this level and you're still in the the, the running, you should pay some attention to them. That's yeah. that's pretty big. Mm. And there's nothing better than watching Australia play at the World Cup. That first game, we don't usually make it to the, you know, obviously the semis or anything like that. But watching them and supporting them and getting behind them mm. is awesome. I have been somewhat critical of, <laughs> of the of the World Cup campaign in the past, but mm. you know. The guys are trying their best. They're doing it, and they're, they're still doing in it for there their with country, the possibility. So, so yeah. got to support them. Uh, High drama and netball. Their grand final was sold off to WA. The reason netball Australia is four is four million in debt. How yeah. the hell did they get four million in debt? I don't know. I don't know. But the players aren't happy about it because if you're playing all season and you're thinking that you, you're working hard and getting a home grand final, however, they netball Australia have said they're going to put in a hundred thousand dollars for um, the winning team. See, I've got the answer to that. Put Candace in charge. Right? <laughs> They'll be out of debt like that. Oh, with the allowance. Oh, Let her run the money. Don't ask for one new netball. <laughs> right? No new shoes. Nothing. And hey, don't ask for an air fry. A bad week for everyone's favourite victim, Liz Cambage. <laughs> Video of her run-in with Nigerian players before the Olympics was leaked. Then you had the anonymous Opal's teammates. They went to the media to confirm she referred to the Nigerians as monkeys, which is strange because isn't her dad... A Nigerian. Anyway, of course she says she didn't do it and everyone else has it wrong. Yeah, except, you know, Andrew Gaze, who I think we can all agree over the years has proved himself to be a very honourable person Mm. and a a fantastic athlete who's just, you know, covered himself and the nation with glory. When he says there's a problem, there's a problem. I did find it funny though on the um, during the week how two of Liz's uh, Los Angeles teammates has come out and I don't know if it was support, but they said you know we have her back, but they weren't convincing at mm. all. So I, maybe she's ruffling well, a few feathers over there your best as well. Rebounder. No, but if she's not good to be around and, and not a team player, which it sounds like yeah. she's not, then move on. All right, to finish, Richard, this is just for you. We've been there for it all. 4 and 20, Australia's original fan food. Now, the Dead Set Legends Play of the Week. It looks like Jai Hindley might have wrestled 
control of the Giro d'Italia. It looks like this might be enough to win the race overall. A brilliant ride from the Australian. By far his greatest moment to date on a bike. Well, there you go. You know how much I hate to say this. I told you so. so. What did I tell you? You're like a broken record. What did I tell you? This kid... He was riding the race of his life, and now he has won the Giro. No Australian's ever done that. We've only He's only the second Grand Tour winner in our history. What, so, Cadell's the other? Cadell's the mm. other. Yeah. That's the sort of magnitude of this win. But he's been good for a while. Did he not get second last year or the year before? Two years back. Yeah. He, he got second in it. But, yeah. you know, it's not a fluke. No. All right, well done. They're well done. Rich was on the WhatsApp straight away. Play of the week, play of the week. There we go. No, See? the play of the week was me getting Mike Tomolaris on. <laughs> that was the play of the week. If you got Joy Hinley on, that would have been... Pl- Mike was good. Yeah. But come on. Mm. You get... That's your There's task. no pleasing him, is you it? Get Joy no on in no, the next few not. weeks. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is, that's out. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yes, our man, Greg Rust from Rusty's Garage, uh, which you can get for free on the Listener app uh, here on the Dead Set Legends. Morning, Rusty. Good morning. I forgot to say goodbye to Toto last week. That's okay. We'll rectify that this week. Now, it's still not right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we flagged this last week. We said the Monaco GP is under the gun and the talk is only increased. Surely, though, it it, it is not going to be punted from the F1 schedule been some support from drivers most importantly um it is an iconic thing as i think we mentioned last week what's driven this is that the event has a bit of a unique place on the calendar in that it it has uh control of various things on the event that ordinarily is in the hands of the sport so they had a couple of clash of major sponsors because the the sport has one watch sponsor they had another Mm. they tend use a lot of local people for some of the television stuff and as you guys know the, the, the Formula 1 coverage is world class so you, you end up missing out on some of the great directing and, and so on um, it's at a point of contractual change I reckon they've got the elbows out there's support there from the drivers there's no way we'll lose this you can't hold it anywhere else admittedly but I mean this is this is historically significant and a very important part of the sport Hey I've got a question for the groom here Right, so you talked about television, Rusty, and one of the great things what Sky does and what Fox picks up is that uh, the pre-game and post-game where Martin Brundle walks up and down pit lane, people now, Candice, are starting to tell him to go away. <laughs> now, I don't know where I stand on this, because I, I would happily talk to people, mm. but I can imagine people with a bit of self-importance about them going, who are you, you fool? Get that <laughs> microphone away from me. I mean, you as a celebrity, Candice, <laughs> you would have that feeling all the time. No, 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 not me. But, yeah, why, it's not hard to, to chat to people. I, go I'm on, Rusty. Candace, I'm with Candice on this 100%. I mean, if you've been choppered in there, you're going to have a <laughs> yeah. brunch at some fabulous facility. You've got to tell me you haven't got 60 seconds to stop and talk to one of the nicest blokes in the sport. Come on. Yeah. It is almost... A game amongst them who can be the who can be the most nonchalant who can yep. pretend and the Americans don't know who he is I get it. oh no it's a sh- if you're a celebrity though what are you doing it's a terrible oh, look exactly now uh, what do you got there Candice? yeah Rusty we pondered on the show recently and now some of the former GP drivers are saying the checkered flag might be about to wave on Dan Ricardo's time in the F1 I mean this is unbelievable isn't it. 
uh, Candice, on with you. And and the, the thing to say here, firstly this morning, Dan Ricardo has come out and said he's boxing on. McLaren say they're going to do the same uh, for now. What's triggered this is a couple of comments by ex-drivers that now work as commentators, right? So Michael Schumacher's brother, Ralph, uh, works on German television. Uh, Jacques Villeneuve is, is in the paddock reporting regularly and so on. And both have indicated that he's on borrowed time. Mm. Jacques feels like it's actually costing McLaren more having him there if he's not regularly on the same kind of paces as Lando because it slows them up from a development standpoint. Jeez. And Ralph's suggesting that the rumours are already there that they might end the contract a year early. So uh, can I just say, mm. you don't lose your ability to win in a race car like this overnight. This bloke oozes positivity, and we owe it to him to send a bit of that tonic back mm. his way. Yeah, well said. Yep. Yeah, there's something odd about that whole thing. Anyway... Moving on, sadly, Scotty McLaughlin, he's crashed out of the Indy 500. Exactly. So, And it was, can you believe it, just a little gust of wind, Dan. <laughs> so when you're talking 370, 380 k's an hour there, something like that does make a really significant difference. So he clawed his way almost into the top 10, lap 151, I think it was, came through turn three, little gust of wind unsettled the car, sent him into the wall at turn four, um, he had a little trip to the medical centre, but but thankfully he says it's just the ego that's bruised and he will be back there next year for sure. Beautiful. All right. Thank you, Rusty. Catch you next week, brother. Great weekend. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Bendix breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Bring us that segment. Triple M, the Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. The people's man, the people's... Winger. Richard Friedman <laughs> to finish off the Dead Set Legends <laughs> with all his grievances. I've been battling a certain insurance company for two years now. Mm-hmm. What I don't... What I, Were they pro the Germans in World War II? Not those ones. Okay. <laughs> these are different people. Not the people who sponsor on this program. No. They're very good people. Yeah. They, they, are, they are wonderful people. Salt of the earth But people. these other people, they are not good people. They have taken $140,000 worth of premiums from me over the last 20 years, and I made a genuine claim... They have fought me tooth and nail. And yet, their ads say how nice they are, how friendly they are. They're here to help you. They're here to help you make claims. But when you say I've got a Picasso and it got damaged, they tend to not believe that. <laughs> this was nothing to do with Picasso. Or... Sorry, it was a Renoir. <laughs> Uh, you see, you don't take this seriously. I don't know why I even do this. The only one, my next grievance is going to be you two. So, so in other words, you haven't been able. They haven't been friendly. They haven't, haven't been, been friendly. Easy. They basically called me a criminal. <laughs> They've basically said, "You, you, you, you earn too much." I said, "What do you mean I earn too much?" They said, I said "There's my tax returns." Yeah. Oh no, we don't believe them. So what does that say? Oh, mm. So you're a tax dodger. That's what, that's, that's what it says to me. <laughs> What's that got to do with insurance? So, so what are you going to do about uh, this? It's complicated, Dan. It's complicated. <laughs> All right. That's, but I, you know what? This isn't over. This is not over. Get them, Rich. Well, I think there's more to that story that we're not being told. Triple N, that's it. Dead Set Legends. Saturday Scrum coming up. Game, set and match. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.